It is a great day for Talk Radio. Sue Ann Levy is going to join us here shortly as she weighs in on things that uh, are of concern to the citizenry here in the big town, including, of course, affordable housing. This is now rearing its head as one of the early talking points within the mayoral debate, the contest that uh, culminates October 22nd. The two principals, John Tory, Jennifer Keysmat, former city planner, uh, she has come out with a proposal for 100,000 units within the next 10 years here in the city, affordable and uh, subsidized by the feds. It'll be interesting to see if that gains any traction. We'll put it to Sue Ann. She will weigh in, as I say. Now, the feds also uh, busy on another front that is uh, confronting the city. The mayor sent a letter to Justin Trudeau late last week asking for help insofar as deterring gun crime and specifically by... Uh, toughening up the bail conditions and, in fact, even denying bail to repeat, uh, alleged repeat offenders. On that point, I wanted to find out what the particulars are and why this may or may not be a good idea. Michael Lacey is the president of the Criminal Lawyers Association here in Ontario. He's also a partner with the criminal law group Browdy Thorning Zabaris, and he's joined the Oakley Show at Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Michael, good to have you back on board. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, John. Thanks for having me. All right. Uh, I'm kind of curious now, uh, asking the feds if they would tighten bail conditions. And I think uh, the right to bail is something that's guaranteed constitutionally within the charter. So uh, how would this work? Could they do that? Well, there are ways in which the federal government could uh, modify the existing bail regime if there was, in fact, a problem with it. So there are some circumstances where there's... uh, presumptive detention orders, for example, depending on the nature of the cases. So certain terrorism cases, uh, homicide cases, all have presumptive detention provisions. But what we do not have in Canada is any provision that prohibits bail in any or all circumstances. So even for murder cases, for example, people have the right to obtain bail. But the real problem with, with Mayor Tory's proposal here or his request is that it bears no relationship to the reality of of what's happening in bail courts in Toronto or, for that matter, across the province. So, in other words, uh, it's a kind of virtue signaling or it's just the optics that uh, make it seem like he's doing something, but it has no practical application? I'm sure it's not uh, disconnected from his uh, announcement that he's going to run to be mayor again. I mean, this is... The reality is that in Ontario and in Toronto, that people who are arrested for serious gun crimes are not routinely released. They're, if they're released at all, they have to, in many cases, put together a plan showing how they're going to be supervised in the community. His claim that people who are already out on release are being released on consent or being released the very next day when they're arrested again for gun crimes is a fiction that either he has created or through anecdotal stories given to him by the chief or by officers, frontline officers, uh, has been created because there's a default. If you're already out on any kind of release order already, so any bail order already, and you're arrested for a new crime, the presumption is that you will be detained unless you can satisfy the justice of the peace or the court that you should be released. So there's already provisions in place to deal with these situations. And Crown attorneys each and every day in this city are applying the Crown policy manual with respect to bail responsibly. Um, And if anything, are are erring on the side of detention as opposed to releasing people willy-nilly as is being suggested by the mayor. All right, and others as well, I might say, uh, you know, this whole catch-and-release kind of idea. Uh, I know that that somehow uh, pertains more to uh, court-adjudicated cases, but 
for the tough on crime approach to gun violence, then you're saying this is really a fiction or it doesn't work. Well, that, that, that's right. And you have to remember as well, John, that part of the reason why we have a robust bail system in Canada is because we have something called the rule of law and because we have something called the presumption of innocence. So we, we don't uh, extract sentences out of people before they're convicted uh, of offenses, although there are circumstances where the underlying uh, allegations are particularly serious, where there's a, 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 a risk that someone will not abide by bail conditions, where they m- may in fact commit further offenses if they're released, then courts will properly detain people in those circumstances. Again, Michael Lacey is with us, the president of the Criminal Lawyers Association of Ontario. We're just talking about the mayor's letter to the feds, uh, Justin Trudeau, on Friday, and the Star's got a hold of a copy, so I was reading the article where they're saying that, uh, you know, he'd like to toughen bail rules for people accused of gun crime crime, including no bail at all for repeat offenders. And he's also talked, I guess, uh, about a Toronto ban on handgun sales, which uh, I don't know if this is within your purview, but I know Chicago has a similar ban and there were 12 people killed in Chicago on a weekend, 70 shot in total, 12 killed. Uh, do you want to speak to the effectiveness or lack of, a, of that when it comes to a ban on handguns? Well, there are certainly people with more um, specialty understanding with respect to handguns and uh, about their their availability or lawful availability within the city of Toronto. But I do understand that there are people who are are avid sportsmen who, um, you know, use handguns for sport, use them at shooting ranges. Many police officers, for example, use the various shooting ranges throughout the GTA. Um, I, I think this is, you know, from our perspective, barking up the wrong tree when you're talking about banning the lawful sale of handguns. That's not the problem in terms of why people are resorting to handguns. In, in most of the cases, these are unlawfully acquired uh, handguns or unlawfully trafficked handguns. And right now, one of the things that the mayor called for as well was mandatory minimum sentences for trafficking in firearms. Well, we already have mandatory minimum sentences for trafficking in firearms. And what history has shown us is that that doesn't work at deterring crime. You have to approach uh, gun violence uh, from a community perspective and look at the underlying reasons why people are turning to gun violence. All right, uh, I guess a root causes type of scenario. It also uh, says that the legislation that some, like the mayor, are proposing would directly and disproportionately impact youth from high-priority neighborhoods and those from First Nations, Inuit, Métis, and racialized communities. So do you see that there's a disproportionate effect uh, on these communities? Would you concur with that? Absolutely, we concur with that. We see that now with the existing bail regime and various studies that have looked at the question of bail. We have over-incarceration of racialized communities in our uh, pretrial detention facilities. It's a particular problem when it comes to uh, Aboriginal offenders, but it's also uh, something that in the GTA, there's no question there's a higher percentage of racialized uh, alleged offenders who are being detained prior to trial than there are of Caucasians. And uh, having measures like this will only increase um, that percentage. And and that has to do with systemic factors that have nothing to do with, uh, you know, who's committing more crimes. It has to do with the way in which uh, crime is being investigated and and charges are being laid. Okay, because I did want to pick up on that, anticipating that uh, the response from many would be, well, those are the communities that are uh, committing the disproportionate number of crimes. 
Right, and the, and the answer to that would be those are the communities that are being disproportionately targeted uh, in, in terms of the way in which police are, are uh, allocating their resources. There's no question we have a, a, a problem in the past six months. We've seen an increase in gun violence. There are maybe no easy answers to how we approach that. Some of the proposals uh, that both the chief and the mayor have, have put forward in terms of uh, putting resources back into the communities that are affected by this are, are very laudable. But when it comes to issues like bail or increasing the mandatory minimum sentences, that's not the way to approach this problem. All right. Well, I appreciate your uh, professional insight on this one. Thank you so much, Michael. Thank you, John. Okay. Michael Lacey is again the president of the Criminal Lawyers Association of Ontario and a partner of criminal law with Browdy Thorning and Zabaris.